Hallelujah. Thank you, praise team. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. Let's Amen. To God be the glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, at the end of the message, we are going to call Mama at the end of the message to give a testimony. If you don't know, uh, her birthday. Ma, is that today? It's your birthday? Okay, yeah. Her birthday is recent and we are going to bless the name of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. We picked our message from the book of the Psalms, 137, verse 1 to 4. The Psalm of David, verse 1 to 4. Let's read it together. By the rivers of Babylon, there we sat. Yea, we wept when we remembered Zion. We hung our harps upon the willows in the midst thereof. For there they that carried us away captive required of us a song, and they that wasted us required of us might, saying, Sing us one of the songs of Zion. How shall we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? Amen. You probably have heard that uh, song that the priest him did so nicely. I have to cut them off in the first round. They can do it later on. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So today, by the grace of God, a Zionist in Babylon. Amen. A Zionist in Babylon. Amen. Or oh, like a genuine believer in a sinful world, a true believer in a world full of sin, full of evil. How that can work out. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So Father, we thank you this morning in the name of Jesus. To you be the glory for all the goodness and mercy you have shown us. This morning as we speak your word, let it be a blessing to every heart. Those are watching, those are with us here in the auditorium, bless them, Lord, in Jesus' name. Let them know the value of being a true Zionist, even in the midst of Babylon this day, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. A Zionist in Babylon. Let us first uh, compare and contrast. This is probably going to be part one of this message. As we go through the book of Daniel, if God allows and we could, because at times we say series and along the way, other things come in and we may break off and maybe start off later on. But, you know, there's a prophetic part of the book of Daniel going into the 70 weeks and, and so on and so forth. And the interpretation of the, of the, of the image and the statue that was shown to um, to the king. All those things are prophetic things that has interpretation. They have prophetic meanings. But today we are going to deal on something different about what it means. What does it take to be a true believer in a world full of sin, full of things that will draw you back, will make you to forget if you are not careful who you are. 
the young ones, I want you to listen because the person we are going to use in this discussion is also a young man, maybe anything between 11 and 16 years old. And he did, they did things that many of us in our 40s and 50s and 70s could not do. They stood for God in a strange land. In the midst of Babylon. In an environment they are not. They can never anticipate it will happen to them. But they stood for God and by faith in God they changed the ordinances. They changed the course. They changed even the word of the king of, or the, uh, the, the, the emperor, or what they call king or monarch in those days, they were able to change it and bring forth the glory of God in a strange land. Amen? And the place we read <coughs> told a story about this place, about the thought pattern of some people in that strange land. Before we go ahead, let us Compare and contrast between Zion and Babylon. Amen. Amen. Zion. Hallelujah. Or Mount Zion as it is said. is not just the southwestern hill. In Jerusalem. Where King David conquered. And then built his city. That's not just what it is. For me and you. In case some people who are putting their whole so much hope. About the Israel of today. About the mount. About this and that. The building that is built and so on. For a true believer, a true Zionist, it is something bigger and better. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. Zion to us represents a heavenly kingdom. Which city is built? Not by David the king, but by the eternal God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And those who come to that Mount Zion will be able to possess all things. They will have what we call unlimited possession. Let us read quickly as we go on on this message. Revelation chapter 21 verse 2 to 4. Revelation 21. Quickly please. I want you to read with me to see what Zion is. And I saw the holy city. Amen. It is called the new Jerusalem. Amen. Coming down from where? God out of heaven prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of the heaven saying, Behold, amen, the tabernacle of God is with man. How wonderful. And he will dwell with them, and they shall be what his people, and God himself shall be. What? Dear God. Verse 4. And God in this Zion we are looking forward to me and you are hankering for. The true Zionists can look at. And because of our hope to be in this Zion. In this new Jerusalem. We can say I can give up the whole world. As long as I have Jesus Christ. Blessed be the name of the Lord. That is the true Zion. And God shall do what? Everybody wipe away all tears from their eyes. In this new dwelling place. The true Jerusalem. And there shall be no more death in that place. Amen. Neither what sorrow. Nor crying. Neither shall be any more pain. 
For in that Zion, in that Jerusalem, all things, all former things are passed away. Amen? And them that look forward to this hope, if you have this vision in before you, you can then stand and be victorious in this strange and perverse world. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Let us also read Hebrews chapter 12 verse 22. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 22 to 23. We want to compare and contrast between Zion and Babylon. We are some people actually because this is a type, prophetic type of what we are living in today that some young men 11 to 16 years of age live through and they will able to do what be victorious they conquered they thrived in the midst of babylon blessed be the name of the lord amen read with me again but ye are come unto what mount zion and unto the city of the living god even the heavenly jerusalem and to a company of innumerable company of angels 23 to the general assembly and the church of the firstborn which are written in heaven and unto the god the judge of all and to the spirit of just men made perfect that is the zion we are talking about that is the zion we are looking forward to that is our hope and salvation that we will go into this place where the dwelling place of God is. But also he will make it a part of our habitation. And in that place, men and brethren, that hope we have. In that heavenly city, in that mount, there will be no more pain. There will be no more sorrow. There will be no more crying. No COVID-19. No worry about paying your bills. Know how to wake up early. It will be in the presence of God. And he said in that place. We shall inherit all things. There is no limitation to our inheritance. In that heavenly city Zion. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Now what is Babylon? Babylon is a place of sore trial. Babylon is a place of captivity. It's a place of pain. A place of broken dreams. A place of frustration. A place of tear and sorrow. A place where those who are in it regret being there. It's a place of pain. Captivity says it all. What did we read there? It says, and in, in, in this, uh, by the rivers of Babylon... There we sat down and there we wept. It's a place of weeping. When we remembered Zion. When they cast their mind to the hope we have. To where they come from. And have been subdued. Pulled down to this pain and suffering. And what they are going through. And there was no sound of joy. The joy of the Lord is supposed to be your strength. And when there is no joy, there is no strength. He said, we hang up our harps upon the willows in the midst thereof. Shinri doesn't interest them because he's suffering. For there are they that carried us captive, required of us a song. See, ha -ha. It's a place of joy you come from or go into. Sing us one of the songs of Zion. Sing us the praise, the rejoicing that you used to have, the dreams, the aspirations that the enemy has challenged, 
and they ask a question I want to answer with us tonight, uh, today, this morning. <clears throat> How shall we sing the lost song in a strange land? Very difficult. Very, very difficult. Blessed be the name of the Lord. God, there is nothing to make them rejoice. Daniel was a true Zionist in a strange land. And while others are singing the song of doom and gloom, while others are giving up, while others have thrown in the towel, while others have said there is no hope in this place, he thrived. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they also thrive. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Now, I want you to know that these young men are victims of collateral damage. This is when it is not because of what you did or didn't do. They are suffering this, the, the iniquity, the mistakes, the failures of their grandfathers and fathers. It wasn't because of these young men. Now, the Bible says that it happens that when the fathers have eaten sour grapes, the teeth of the children are set on edge. Later on, he revises and says, it shall never be our portion in Jesus' name. Me and you, it will never be our portion. The sins of our fathers, the mistakes of our fathers, the iniquities of our fathers will not haunt you in the name of Jesus. Early this morning, not this morning, about one hour or two hours ago, I got a call. Call is strange. The call was more like I should go under tone. In our language, they call it meme or something to atone for something that happened in the past or your objective or the plans of some people that it's because of this that this is happening. Tell the person, no, it's not my portion in the name of Jesus. Nothing they did in the past shall affect me. I know who I'm standing on. I know who I believed. I will not be intimidated. I will not be held captive by any spirit or man in the name of Jesus. When I go do it, do it for yourself. Don't include me in it. I don't need anything to recant or repent of. Let their evil be upon their own head, not on mine. But in this day and time, Daniel found himself suffering for the iniquity of the fathers. One message I preach, I say, iniquity is a sin that goes from generation to generation. And then when he has become endemic, becomes an iniquity. It needs to be pushed out. I've seen some young people who became Christians. I've seen some older ones who became Christians. And they have to go do sacrifices in their father's groups, in their great-grandfather's groups, and call people to come and pull out this thing that is causing our downfall, making us not to progress this and that and so on. And I look at it, I shake my head. I don't need to pull it down in this day and time. The faith that overcomes the world is what we are now overcoming we, me, you, everyone that belongs in Christ, we have overcome the world. 
Through what? Through because of Christ. And what is it that overcometh the world as in me and you? Our faith. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. So now, Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego found themselves to be victims. Not because of what they did, but because of the sins of the kings and the stiff-naked people of Israel. All these years, God warned them through prophets, through different means to turn away from their iniquity. They will not. They cling on to Sam, Joachim, and the rest of them. Good one will come today. Tomorrow, you are just picking up hope that they are doing well. They go more into depravity, into sin and stuff. And so, God, mercy ran out. Time of judgment is upon Israel. He raised a man of war. A king that knew no mercy. And he started to take Syria, take Egypt, and then Israel. Nothing can stand on his way. And he came upon the house of Israel and took them captive to a strange land. And among the people taken captive are four young men. Their culture was changed. Their language was changed. Even the food they were used to is changed. The God they worship was changed. Everything was just contradictory from what they were used to. And so there's a group of people among them who are like me and you and many Christians today made up their mind in different way. There can be victory for us here. We cannot thrive here. We cannot succeed here. There is so much against us that we cannot pull it through. Fortunately to many, there are some that say, yeah, can do it. Because of my skin color in uh, this environment, because of my accent in this environment, because of this, I said no. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Even in desert land, God is able to make your bones that is to bless you in the midst of wilderness when others are shrinking and dying when others are giving up and hanging up the harp and say we will not rejoice we are not victorious you if you understand who you believe in if you believe God truly for what he is you will thrive in the name of Jesus you will be successful in the name of Jesus have no fear about your children they will do well in Jesus name because you have put your trust in the Lord. Don't go by the standard others have set. Don't go by the negative thought or limitations others have set for themselves. I always say that when you come into Jesus Christ, he said those that are appointed to that, there's an appointment that is made at times. You may not even be part of it. And they are appointed to that, but you have a, if you are in a star, that uh, if you are so, those like read stars and look at people and say, mm, you are born under an evil star, say, well, just move to Jesus Christ. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Under that different star, under the star that we never deem, the true star, then your destiny will change. Blessed be the name of the Lord. 
I don't care what any prophet, any doom or groom, any evil person or their incantation or whatever they have buried or said or done. When you move to Jesus Christ, change your mindset. You are now under a different dimension. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Old things. And I mean old things. Not just you are saying. I mean the cause. I mean the grandfather's cause. I mean whatever they have done. I mean whatever evil they have been part of. It is done and done with in Jesus' name. I told you guys of a story. Not a story what happened to me as a young man. Whenever the sun, the, the moon, the, 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 the full moon. I have something like a, a, a horn right in the front of my forehead. And I have such migraines. Say, young man, as a kid, I don't understand it. Then finally, they consulted their whatever they consulted and say, well, it is your grandfather. You are his incarn incarn incarnation. Oh, yeah? What happened is that he did a lot of evil. He went to steal somebody who was a giant. Very tall. I'm, I'm not tall like him. I knew him as a kid. He went to steal somebody and they hit him with a rod right on his forehead. He steals people for rituals and stuff. I said, I don't even understand. Later on, I understand what they are saying. And so, because you are his reincarnation, he was <laughs> the migraine. He has that kind of thing in his forehead, truly, I'm telling you. And he pops up on me, on me in those days. One day I found Jesus Christ, blessed be the name of the Lord. And one other young man told me, you know what? Whatever it is that was part of when you are in Jesus, it's a different, you are now built in a new different dimension. Amen? I took that word and hold on to it. Blessed be the name of the Lord. That migraine disappeared in Jesus' mighty name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So when you come under this the collateral damages that is in the world, seeing that you are not part of, your great-grandfathers have done it or fathers or whatever, and they have eaten the sour grapes, your teeth should not be set on age in Jesus' name. It shouldn't be. It's not your portion. Refuse it. Deny them. I deny my grandfather or whatever he called himself. I say I'm not part of him. Whatever he did, the evil he did, cannot reflect on me or on my children in the name of Jesus. And funny enough, this morning, before this message, I got a call. But an hour or two ago, I certain things we are doing, we are no more doing it. And so these things are happening. What is happening? I'm being blessed, I'm being promoted, I'm being elevated in Jesus Christ. And everything around me is being blessed in the name of Jesus. You cannot drag me to that pit. I will not be part of it. I deny it, cut me off, do whatever you want to do on your own. I stand by Jesus. Amen. So here is what happened. They have to fashion out their stand. Let's quickly read Daniel chapter 1 verse 8. Daniel 1 8. Blessed be the name of the Lord. But Daniel, everybody say with me, but Daniel proposed in his heart. That's the only part I want to take from that. Daniel made a what? Decided in his heart. 
Daniel took a stand. Daniel made a decision. We're singing a song, Pastor Yato, I think was raising his head. That song, that's old time honor song. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. Listen to me, young people here watching this. A young man like you, by things he didn't do, victim of circumstances, become part of collateral damage, found himself in Babylon, in a strange land. Every evil thing was there. <laughs> Let's read something before we come back to this verse. I didn't define Babylon. Read Revelation 18. Revelation verse 18, uh, 18, chapter 2 to 5. Revelation, the book of Revelation. Let's just look at because I wanted to contrast both and I think I skipped it. Read with me about Babylon. We explain Zion. Let me show you what Babylon is. And he cried mightily with a strong voice, saying what? Babylon the great is fallen. What is Babylon? Is fallen and is become the habitation of all devils. And the hold of every foul spirit. And the cage of every unclean and hurtful bird. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. For all the nations have drunk of her wine of the wrath of her fornication. And the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her. And the merchants of the earth are works rich through the abundance of her delicacies. Four. Go on. Verse 4, please. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, what? My people, that ye be not partakers of her sins, and that ye receive not of her plagues. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For her sins is no more pity's worship, tiny sins. It has reached even unto heaven. And God has remembered her iniquities. That is where Daniel found himself. That is where Meshach found himself. That's where Abednego, Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they found themselves. But in the midst of this strange land, when other people are hanging up and saying we are giving up, we are going to follow them and dance to their tune and be part of them, assimilate and be what they are, what did they say in this particular verse 8 we were reading, Daniel 1.8. Back to Daniel 1.8, please, quickly. Daniel 1.8. He said, and Daniel did what? Proposed in his heart. Made a decision. Took a stand. That's a resolve. Now, young people and old people alike that are seeing or watching or here this morning. It is very important that you make a decision when you are dealing with God. 
There is no time for us to sit on the fence. Which is what is happening today in the world. Christians that are not Christians. They go with whatever comes. They dance and waver. They equivocate in every situation. They don't know who they are believing. You cannot figure out whether they are part of God or part of the world. God starts to condemn them and say, I wish you were either hot or what? Cold. But you are completely lukewarm. I don't even know who you are. You call yourself a Christian. I don't see any Christianity in you. Not in your life. Not in the life of anybody around you. Not in your way you present yourself. In your speech or action. Everything about you doesn't show. There's nothing that glorifies God in you. But you shout hallelujah. You shout more than everybody. You proclaim who you are. No. There have to be a difference. If you are in Christ Jesus. Blessed be the name of the Lord. For if we are in Christ. We are now what? A new creation. All things have taken apart and departed. Behold, all things have become new. But Daniel proposed in his heart that he will not defile himself. He decided I will not defile myself. I will not yield. I will not give up. I will not break rank. I will not step out of that straight and narrow way. See, a decision that you make. And you either stick with it or you are not with it. Don't deceive yourself. You can't hang one leg in God and one leg in devil. It doesn't work like that. You cannot play God like ping pong. When it is good, I'm for Jesus. When it is trial, well, my God, I don't know what kind of God I'm serving. When there is testimony, you rejoice and throw around and dance and tell everybody. But in the trial, you give up and start confessing negatively, believing negatively, start causing God practically in your heart. They make a resolve, they make a determination, they took a stand for God and say, I will not defile myself in this strange land. Amen? Therein was their victory. Blessed be the name of the Lord. They did not put confidence in the false foundation they found themselves in. They took a stand for God and said, no matter what happened, I will take a stand. I will be on the side of God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And the trials and the different things started happening. So we see in later messages. First, they want to give them the file food according to the belief a true Zionists have to stay on certain kind of food system regimen. Let us give you our food. See how the enemy works. Doesn't come with big things at times. These tiny things to see if they will yield. After all, the food you are going to be receiving is from the king's portion himself. The king of hundred and something nation, the kind of food he eats is what you are going to be eating. We will give it to you and so that you look well, you will be okay with, the, with yourself and everybody will be happy. They say, no. Blessed be the name of the Lord. A man said, the Enoch, the Chamberlain or whatever it was, say, what do you mean? We are going to give you the best of the food of the land. 
I said, no. Why is that? Because it will defile us. It will throw us to become part of what this land is. The first taste. But anyway, give us just this type of other food, what we are used to, what we are familiar with, and if we eat it for some time, compare us for those who are eating and drinking from the king portion to 32 courses of food or 100 courses of food is used to, just give us this simple fare and see how we look. Okay? He gave them the food for some days or weeks. I don't know how long. And at the end of that time, he brought them out and looked upon them and the glory of God was upon them. Blessed be the name of the Lord. It wasn't just the food. God saw young men that is ready to take a stand for him in a strange land. God already put them in that position because of the sin and failures of their fathers. And he wanted as a purpose why God even wanted them there. Because along the way, if we go to part two or three of this message along the way, you will see how God starts to change the course of the nation. How the greatest testimony that ever given in the Bible, in my own thought and opinion, came from the mouth of the hidden king. Exalting God. That there is no God like this God. There is no other God that can do what he's able to do. That the mighty and the high is able to humble. And them that call themselves something, he made nothing out of them. That is because they were able to change the environment. Blessed be the name of the Lord. But they started somewhere. They started by the simple things of saying, I have decided to follow Jesus. It's a decision. This lukewarmness we see today, today you are in, tomorrow you are out. Next tomorrow you are in, Wednesday you are just, just, just not eat. It will not cut it. If you want to be part of God, be part of God. If you are not interested, get out of the way. Blessed be the name of the Lord. There are people who are marching on. And they will be victorious. And nothing will stand in their way in the name of Jesus. God is able to get, see them through. But you have to play your part. You have to make a decision. Am I going to be part of this wishy-washy world? The Christianity that I see. I've seen so many, I just wonder. Call me one time in a church. Say, you want to come over and see our place of worship? Hmm? And there, they take off 30 days in a year to do whatever. And I see the kind of thing that they are doing in this place. I say, wow, all in the name of Christ. They preach from the same Bible. They do everything from the same Bible. But everything they say and everything they do is contrary to the true word of God. How are they going to make heaven? Then some people will stand up and say, I am now part of heaven. But your part of heaven is conditional. I'm only part of heaven when the going is good. And not when there is challenges, when there is trials, 
when there is other things that may come along the way. Amen. Today I'm saying to you, as it was said in the scripture, I said, daughter of Zion, what? Do what? Deliver yourself. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. Because in Mount Zion there will be deliverance. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Because you have come unto that Mount Zion, there will be deliverance. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Nobadiah 1.7 says, But in the Mount Zion of God, there will be deliverance. Amen. And God is able to do it. As I know, I understand. It is no question that the rain that falls for the righteous also falls for the unrighteous. So these things at times interface. May not be your fault. It wasn't Jesus Christ's fault. He didn't do anything, but he came and died for us. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So this thing at times, the judgment can cross over and affect everybody. Today we are going through a, a time of trial. A time of pain in the whole world. I was, I was looking at the TV and, and they say 500,000 of Americans have died. And they were saying statistically all the major wars that has been fought. In the generation. That not so many people have died. 500,000 of America, not to talk of the whole world. And there is pain in the land. And there is suffering in the land. Many people's business has taken a dive and they, they, they just do nothing going. People lost their work. Family lost friends or family members. And everywhere there is human groom. But I want to tell you. That there is still God in heaven. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I want to encourage you also to hold on to God's unchanging hand. Amen? That these things, yes, will they happen? Of course they will. But God is able. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen? Hallelujah. Let's quickly read as we round up. First John chapter 5 verse 4. First John 5 4. Whoever is born of God, he said, do what? Overcome it there world and this is the victory that overcometh the world even our faith now what will make a difference between you and the man in the street is your faith in god and how can you have faith in god if you have not made a decision to follow him how can god walk to your favor if you not made a decision to follow him at times we misinterpret these things. We tend to forget that there will be trials. He promised to be with us. He promised to stand by us. He promised to hold our hand. Say fear not. I will be with you. I will deliver you. But at times, this overwhelming situation is so hard and tough. And we tend to forget that yes, the path of cross, blessed be the name of the Lord. That there is no crown without cross. The crown and the cross have to go hand in hand. You have to make a decision that I've decided to follow Jesus Christ. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And that I will not give up no matter what the enemy does. No matter what is thrown on my way. I want to round up with this if you are watching us. I also want to read one more scripture before we round up. 
But if you are watching us, please open a Psalm 126, verse 1 to 3. Psalm 126, verse 1 to 3. Amen? Amen? Amen. And it says, When the Lord did what? Turn again the captivity of Zion. We were like them that do what? Dream. Then was our mouth filled with laughter. And our tongue with what? Singing. Then said they among the hidden, The Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us. And that is where we are glad. That is my song. That is your song. That is our victory in the name of Jesus. But mind you, before they get to this point, some people took a stand for which their life was in jeopardy. Their resources, everything they have, their hope and dreams, everything was on the line. They didn't get to this and want to overnight. There is time. Now God worked on it, but their faith stood the trial of the times. They weren't forsaken or abandoned, but God allowed them to pass through those processes. And then one day, blessed be the name of the Lord, God did great things for them. They were delivered from captivity and those that were seeing them and said, the Lord has done great things for them. So let's stand on our feet as we pray this morning, everybody. Will you still be able to believe that God is still in control in the midst of your Babylon? As a Zionist, in the midst of Babylon, in Babylon, a Zionist in Babylon. Will you be a Zionist, a true Zion, in the midst of strange, perverse world? Will you stand the taste of time and trials? Will you hold onto God's unchanging hand? It is hard, almost impossible. For man to sing the song of Zion in a strange land. But we see from the scriptures, as we're going to see as God, time, if God gives grace, how a young people, by their testimony, stood and changed the course of nation. They did change the course of nation. They turned everything upside down in that nation. On this very chapter one where we are reading, And just in this chapter, the king had a dream and couldn't figure it out, couldn't remember it. Called the astrologers, the sorcerers, the charmists, all, every one of them, everything that they have in the spiritual in that place, called them and said, tell me what it is that I dreamed. They say, well, you are asking us an impossible thing. How can we tell you the dream? Tell us the dream, then we give you interpretation. They say, no. If I tell you the dream, now you are going to lie to me. These young men become another victim of collateral damage. The king gave his word. Kill all of them. Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were among those that were to slaughtered to be killed again. 
Because they are among the wise people of Babylon now. So, the king's guard went out to slaughter and kill everybody. Ah, but they remember the stand they have taken. Daniel didn't go by it all by himself. He called a prayer meeting that night. Shadrach, Meshach, did you hear this audit of the king? The audit of the king, yes. We are to be killed. Let's go back to him that is able to save and deliver. And they went into prayer. Amen? And at the end of the prayer, they went back to sleep. And God revealed to him what is, was in the heart of the king. What God has shown him things that will happen through the ages. The history of the world. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And then he say, Ha! Ah, to God be the glory. And came to the king, Nebuchadnezzar, a monarch, a tyrant. Say, There is something. We have the meaning. Not only do we have, we have your dream. What is the secret of your mind that nobody knows? You are gods, you are witches, you are wizards, you are encounters, you are. The Chromans, every one of them couldn't figure out what it is. But there is a God in heaven. Blessed be the name of the Lord. There is a God in heaven. They start changing the course. When this man had it, when he finally had this, he said, yeah, that's the dream. That's what I have. And this had interpretation. He gave glory to God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I want you that's watching your situation, you can turn it around for God's glory. You that is there or there or there or wherever you are, whatever you are, you can turn it around to God's glory. It cannot be by you sitting down and crying or weeping and say by the rivers of Babylon. We hang up our heart. We cannot sing again. We cannot rejoice again. We cannot pray again. We cannot do anything again. You call up and die. He said, No! I will thrive in the midst of this situation. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I will be an overcomer and not a victim in Jesus' name. I will triumph instead of sorrow in the name of Jesus. The Lord will uplift and I will take the hand of the Lord and he shall pull me in the mighty name of Jesus. And you start to claim your promises. And you start to believe. And you start to walk towards it. And you start to see the deliverance of God. Say, daughter of Zion, is do what? Deliver yourself. Many times we are waiting for a handout from the pastor, from the prophet. Then we try to find a way around it. Let us go do this, do that, do that. Just hold on to God's unchanging hand. God is able. So in your situation, wherever you might be, don't panic. Don't yield to fear. Don't yield to what other people have come to. Your situation, yeah, there might be thousands that have gone there and fallen. But you can triumph in Jesus Christ. It is not your portion to fall. So mighty God is able to help you. And to uplift you. He that keepeth Israel. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Is able to do it. Father we thank you. If you are there watching. And you haven't given your life to Jesus. You haven't taken stand for God. I implore you come. And taste and see that the Lord is good. If you are there watching and you say, hey, I am in deep pit. 
And some of this, I didn't even do it. I wasn't part of it, but I found myself in it. Know that God is able to deliver in the name of Jesus. But take a stand for God. Decide in your heart. Make a decision. That no matter what. I will hold on to God. On changing hand. Father I bless you this day in the name of Jesus. For any who are out there suffering. And going through this. Give them grace Lord. Give them help. Uphold them Father. In the name of Jesus. And let your name O Lord be glorified. Hold on to God on changing hand. For he's able to see you through. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen.